You're listening to The Real Estate Gene, a podcast for real estate entrepreneurs looking to build their real estate empire through growing a team, coaching, and owning property. I'm your host, Gene Darden. Let's go. Man, we're live, and I have <laughs> Courtney Draper with us. Hello. Let me tell you about Courtney Draper. No, so, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Man, so she joined our team a couple of years ago, um, and she has dove into personal growth. She's become very disciplined in what she's doing. Um, she's leveraged resources, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you've tripled your business since then. Is that From first year, yes. Yep. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. So welcome to the podcast, Courtney Draper. Yay, I appreciate thanks you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. So kind of dive into it a little bit. Kind of tell me, you know, from the personal growth side, that's something that really interests me a lot. And, and it's kind of changing my life. And I, I waited till later on in life to really start diving into it. And and for you, you're doing it a lot, a younger place. And, and it's amazing to watch what it's doing with your business. So kind of unpack that for me and tell me, tell me kind of what got you interested in it and, and, and what, cha- what difference it's making in your, in your life and your business, all the above. So, so Earlier this year, I think it was at the beginning of summer, and everybody told me that I was crazy for doing it during summer, uh, but went through 75 hard. Um, I feel like going through that really solidified for me that I love structure. I love, you know, you get in the groove of doing the same things every single day, and then it's just habit, and you're just doing it. And honestly, I feel like during that time, I didn't have time to mess around. Like I didn't have time, you know, for other stuff to kind of interfere and do it. So trying to do all those tasks and then still trying to successfully run a real estate business and be successful and do all of those things. Um, it, there wasn't any, there wasn't any room for like messing up and goofing around and spending a bunch of time on the internet and, you know, waking up hungover and stuff like that. I mean, literally there just wasn't any time for it because you had to get all this stuff during the day and you know, you've got these physical goals that you're working to and then work goals and then trying to be wife and mama on top of everything. Um, I feel like since I've stopped that, I've been, I I have heard people call it like a 75 hard letdown of like you were doing it for so long and you were so structured and then you end it and you're kind of like, well, what the crap do I do now? Uh, it's kind of been a little bit of that. So this month I'm, I'm very much refocusing and, and getting back in these habits and doing my daily tasks every day. Um, but I think that that's just one thing that has been very eye opening for me of, you know, it's not necessarily that you can't do this stuff. It's that you're not prioritizing it and you're not making things you're, you're prioritizing other things and letting the things that you know you should be doing get get in the way. And I think I've said it before. I heard somebody mention of like, it's not that it's it's not that you can't do it. It's that it's not a priority. So you're not going to do it. You would rather focus on something else. Right on, right on. So so when you when you're going into this, it, so not only have you focused your talents, but what I've noticed is you've really leveraged your resources around the team and other things. Um, which seems to even get you even more focused on the things you really need to be doing. So kind of tell me, what does that look like? Because a lot of people, you know, a lot of successful people, uh, I was listening to something the other day and it said successful people don't buy trinkets or stuff. They buy Mm -hmm. time and Mm -hmm. they leverage other people's talents to grow with other folks. So have you, how, what's that experience been like for you? I very much um, am a control freak and 
Like I want to do it because then I know it's going to get done and I know it's going to get done like I want it to be done. Um, and I feel like since joining the team, you know, we've got great admins. I had Tracy to start with and Scarlett's always been there. And now Melissa is my contract close person. If it was not for that woman, I don't know. I would not have made it through October and I'm not, I wouldn't make it through November if it weren't for her either. Um, but I think it's just finding people who you trust and who, you know, care about things as much as you do. Like my people are her people and she loves them probably harder than I do sometimes because you know, I feel like I have more face-to-face contact with them, but just knowing that she's going to be there and that if I'm out of town that I can, I mean, we went to Disney World for six days and everything went, was seamless. We, I wrote a contract in the room one night and we got it going and rolling. But I think it's just so important to have people around you who you trust. Um, and for me, it was me knowing that I can trust them, that if something happened and, you know, it was a few weeks ago, Two weeks, two last Tuesday, and we were supposed to have a closing on Friday. We found out from the lender like that morning that we needed some kind of HVAC furnace or um, fireplace inspection for a VA loan. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I've never had to deal with this. Like went immediately to Scarlett and Melissa, and I was like, help! Like my hair is on fire. I don't know what to do. And they had somebody in there that day. Like, and I think that's the thing too of just having good people. If you take care of people, they're going to take care of you. Our people take care of our vendors. We had somebody in there that day who had us a report and got it done. And like that, if it were just me by myself, I wouldn't have known what to have done. I wouldn't have known who to call. And I probably would have spent like five hours stressed out about it as opposed to actually working on it. Because, yeah, I think it's just very important to it's just all about trust. I mean, relations, uh, real estate in general is all about trust. And you want to work with people who are going to advocate for you and people who are going to get you the best deal. And you want to work with lenders who are going to to do what they say and get your people there and having admin people behind the scenes who can pick it up when you're gone and having a team of people who can show your folks while you're riding roller coasters at Disney world. It's very important. (laughs) So, so with you saying that you, you you said you made a comment to me the other day um, and it was number one is I have six. So you said you're refocusing where you you have six under contract. So I'm I'm excited to see what the refocus is. (laughs) (laughs) But you also said that in your previous job before real estate, that Mm -hmm. you would, you would make more money in one month than you did Mm -hmm. an entire year in that job. Yep. So, so my question to you is, and I'm, I may throw you off a little bit with this question. <laughs> my question is, what did your outlook for your life look like before you started the personal growth journey? And what does your outlook look like now? So I feel like when I started in real estate, so I've been in the, in, I've been selling real estate, been in this business for like a month over five years now. And when I started, I don't. I was having a conversation with someone the other day because they were like, don't try to talk me into it. But don't try to talk me out of it. Tell me about real estate. Like, would you do it again? And I was like, that's kind of a weird question, but I get to say what I want to when you phrase it like that. Uh, but I was like, if you would have asked me that three years ago, I don't, my answer is not the same because I can remember very vividly sitting in a car rider line, picking up Annabelle, our oldest from kindergarten with Caleb crying. Because I was like, I just don't feel like I'm successful. I don't feel like I'm helping you. I feel like I'm more stressed than helping anybody in this family right now. And he was like, just give it, you know, okay. So give yourself six months, give yourself a year and just see what happens. Like kill it and focus on it. Like really focus on it and, and see where it goes and how you feel. And at that point in time, 
I couldn't have imagined. So we were having this conversation. We bought the house that we're in um, about eight to almost two years ago. Right at the beginning of a pandemic, it's totally fine. But the house that we're in, the size of this house, we had that conversation. He was like, I didn't think that we would be in this size of house until like way farther down the road. And that's just, you know, where real estate has taken our family, like that I've been able to help provide. And then, you know, for me, anybody who knows me, Caleb's a firefighter. My thing was having him home. He used to work two full-time fire department jobs. So that's literally meaning he's gone two out of three days a week. So two, one, two, one, he was gone. Um, And just being able to have him home, he's been, I think it's been about two years now uh, that he hasn't worked a second fire department job. Um, And obviously he has his own company he deals with outside of this, but like just not having to have that uh, three years ago, I couldn't have even imagined it. And I couldn't have imagined you know, literally him just being home at night. And I said, we were talking the other day about um, wanting to do something or I don't remember. I don't remember what we were talking about, but he was like, I can't imagine us doing that. And I was like, babe, I also couldn't imagine us going to Disney World this summer. Like just from a financial standpoint, like we got to take our children and go with my family and do that and have fun. And I just, it's totally changed. I think that when you have people around you who support you and you have that back staff who's working hard for you and advocating and understand that sometimes you need to check out and sometimes you need to take a break because I say it to people all the time who ask me, I'm like, this business can be all consuming in the worst possible way if you let it. Um, And I think that it's just very important. And I'm still having to remember to prioritize my mental health and taking a time out and just sometimes not doing anything. It's very hard for me not to do anything. (laughs) from where we were three years ago to where we are now like it's it's truly just totally totally different and I I I couldn't I couldn't see it three years ago yeah well and what I've noticed is you're running your business like this hold on my dog's going crazy (laughs) it's not mine once All right, sorry, podcasters. No, trouble. So, so what I what I've really noticed is you are, you're running your business like like a CEO now, um, versus letting it run you. Do you feel like that's accurate? Yeah, I think it's definitely a, some. I don't know when it was, but somehow it clicked in me of like I care about you, my client. I care about my clients so much, but also. I know that getting screaming and crying and getting worked up is not going to do anything for anybody. And honestly, if you give people like a night to think about it, it's typically the problem is typically going to solve itself. And you didn't have to yell and scream and get upset with everybody. Um, and just like people hire you because you're supposed to be that calming presence for them. And you're supposed to keep now behind the scenes. I know that y'all seen me like yell and cry and do everything in between, but that's what y'all are for. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I think it's just very much leveraging stuff out and knowing that some things just aren't important. Like some things in the day aren't going to get done and that's okay. And realizing that at a certain point in the day, like my number one job is being mama and being wife and I'm not answering my phone at 10 o'clock at night because you need to have a conversation about something. And I have people who will text me at six o'clock in the morning and I don't even look at my phone to like respond to people until eight thirty in the morning. I don't even say eight because I'm like, I still have to get the girls to school. Let me come back. Let me read, 
you know, put something in me and and get some coffee and just breathe for a minute before I start responding to everybody else and just realizing that not not everything has to be a fire and not everything has to be an immediate fix. Yeah. Well, I can tell you from, you know, just from a witnessing what I have is is the the huge blessing you've been on our team because you're always willing to step up and lead. You're always willing to to volunteer your time and you're always willing to be there for folks. Just like you you mentioned that people are there for you, you're yeah. always the first one to volunteer. And and I wonder how you do it with the time you have and it's because of the changes you've made and it, and it's it's how well you run your life. And so for somebody that's a team leader like me, it's a huge blessing. Like I, I can't imagine things without people like you on the team because it, it requires a village. And so, and so I'm super thankful for that. And I think that there's so much value in that, that you give everybody on the team um, that that's amazing. So I, maybe you don't even realize it, Courtney, but you're blessing a lot of people at one time. And that's pretty cool. Well, I just see, and we've had that talk too, of like Amanda who has five children and she's running a successful business. And it's never like, a, I need to be better than you. It's a, if you can do this, then with five children and all that you have going on, like, I have no excuse not to. Like, it's just kind of an accountability thing of seeing that. And then, you know, you have, everybody's just in a different season. And we've got new mamas with new babies who are still doing it. And it's so much harder when they're new as opposed to our two are so independent in age six and eight. And it's just that thing of, well, if, if you can step up and do it, then I'm not going to make an excuse. And like, I want to be on this with you and I want to be successful with you. And like, we're going to run this together. <laughs> well, and there's so many agents trying to make that jump from the, you know, the, the one to $2 million mark um, to, to where you are, which is chasing 10 million. Yeah. Um, and I think the one thing they probably want to know is if you could give one or two like entry points that will kind of launch them, what was the one or two things that maybe changed your path um, yeah. and, or something that would allow them to dive in? Maybe even a resource, whether if it's somebody you studied or just kind of kind of give them some nuggets to get to get on the path from where they are to where they're going. I think that in the beginning, I spent a lot of time trying to be what I thought everyone else wanted me to be. Um, or I wanted to look like this agent because they were successful, or I wanted to do things like this one because it looked good, you know, on whatever. I think that the biggest thing that's brought me success is just being real and being authentic and just caring about people and showing up for them. And like, even after you have sales, I say, I said to somebody the other day, it's a past client and we're looking for some land for them. And I was like, I'm so glad like we're doing this again because we still talk and stuff. But it's like a weird kind of breakup after a real estate transaction ends because you do spend so much time like engaging and talking. And then like once it's done, you know, they're in the house and they're doing the things and we check in and we do pop buys and we have like a great follow up system. But it's kind of a different level. And I was like, oh my God, I feel like we're getting back together and like we get to hang out and talk and do stuff again. But I think that the biggest thing is just finally for me getting to the point of not doing it by someone else's rules and just figuring out what it looked like for me. And sometimes that's messy with children who show up to listing, but they're going to where I'm going today to meet with a custom builder. Um, the veterans day, some children out of school, my husband's at work. So they're coming right along with us. Uh, but I think that that's good for them too, to just see like the world does not revolve around you and you get to come with mama, but like, this is my time to pour into somebody else and to be there for them. And like, 
setting that example for daughters is important to me. But yeah, I think for me, it's a lot of my, um, a lot of my uh, sales are from my sphere and for referrals. And so I think it is just being authentic, being real and just taking care of people and, and, and loving them. Well, and, and one thing that's cool and, and I'll leave everybody with this is you got voted one of the top influencers in the state of Alabama. And I cool. noticed your social media exploded <laughs> as soon as you started being yourself yeah. and, 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 and people are drawn to authenticity because there's right. so much crap out there now that's not yep. authentic and it's, and you can spot it from a mile away, even though people yep. think you can't. So, so where do the people need to go to see the authentic Courtney <laughs> Draper on social media? So my, um, you can search, my name is very weird. If you see it at the bottom, it's Courtney. Pretty much if you search Courtney Draper, uh, it's going to come up, but on Instagram, I'm at Courtney Draper Realtor. And then Facebook, you can search my name with Realtor, with EXP, uh, and it'll bring it up to you. That's the good thing about having a very specific name, I suppose. <laughs> That's right. Well, Courtney, your attitude is infectious. Your business is amazing and you're a blessing to be in business with. Oh, and so I appreciate you. you coming on the podcast and kicking some knowledge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we out. Hey, hey, look up, Courtney. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. You're going to get all sorts of interesting stuff. You'll the get stories are the best. The stories <laughs> right. are where the real life happens. <laughs> She'll go from cold beer at the Alabama football game to slinging million dollar houses to radio and kids in between. And it's all fun. Totally fine. Totally fine. All right. Hey, have a blessed one. Thanks for jumping on with me. Bye. See ya. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Real Estate Gene Podcast. Head over to therealestategene.com to subscribe for more episodes on how to build a real estate empire through growing a team, coaching, and owning property. See you next week.